Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. And we give honor and praise to our God, for He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be worshipped. He is worthy to be honored. And the thing that I take away from this time in our lives is that we have to live each day on purpose. You see, people of God, there are no guarantees that you're going to live another 10, 20, 30 years on this planet. Or better yet, 10 or 20 or 30 days on this planet. And so we, as a people, have to live each and every day like it's our last. We all know that this this is the case is because of the conditions of life that we're living in with this new virus that's in our world and what the world has experienced with most economies faltering and ending in utter collapse. We as a people, we as a society, as a nation have to stay focused on living each day with our minds and our attitudes fixed on Jesus. Well, listen, people to God, I hope that you are really having an outstanding day today. And so now I just want you to <clears throat> stretch out. I want you to relax and let tonight's episode give you a boost to awaken your spirit and to cleanse your soul from the toxins of this world. You know, it's kind of like people who before they go to work, they have to run out to the store like here in San Diego. It's down to the 7-Eleven or the AM PM or they get up in the morning to make them some coffee uh, to wake up their physical bodies for a long and strenuous day. Well, see, tonight or today, I pray that this episode, I hope, will awake your spirit. And to encourage you to live life to its fullest. So, all right, all right, all right, enough with all the preliminaries. Let's get into tonight's episode. Now, listen, before I launch, I want to encourage all of our listeners that you get into the Word of God. I'm telling you, people of God, God's Word really is a lamp to our feet and a light into our path. It really helps us to understand certain circumstances and situations pertaining to everyday life's challenges, okay? And once you start reading and reading and praying and praying and listening to the Holy Spirit teach you what you're reading about, you will begin receiving revelations of things to come. And to empower you to speak in faith, knowing that you are speaking like Jesus would speak. (laughs) Of course, I'm not saying that you're going to go around sounding like the physical Jesus. Okay? (laughs) But you will be saying things and believing things. And uh, your outlook on life will be just like Jesus. And that's the blessing that God wants for us to live in and to experience. So I would encourage you to, you know, if you don't have a Bible, get you a Bible. Go out to the store and get you a Bible. Get you a Bible that has the a, a translation that is easy for you to understand. 
uh, the Bible more because it's really important that you clearly understand what the Word of God is saying. Amen? Amen. So tonight's episode, man, I am so so, uh, happy and excited about tonight's episode because it really ministered to me. And as I was preparing for this uh, particular episode, the Lord impressed upon me to uh, the need to talk about this and that the word that he gave to me was the word hope. The word hope. It certainly fits the times that we're living in. Because, see, listen, there are so many people in our lives today that have this lost hope. And guess what? If you if you're one of the ones who have lost hope or or you're losing hope for better days for you and for your family. Or let's just take it further than that. You're losing hope for a better country, a better world. This episode is just for you. So tonight's episode is entitled, Hope Never Disappoints. Hope Never Disappoints. I'm going to say that one more time because I want that to get into your spirit. Hope Never Disappoints. I want you to say that with your outside voice and say, Hope Never Disappoints. Say it one more time for your brother here on on Full of Life Ministries. Hope never disappoints. Yes, people of God, we are living in perilous times. We are under, we're living under extreme pressures from life that is hard to see the forest from the trees. In the year of 2020, who would have imagined that we would be seeing and experiencing such evil? Uh, so much hate, so much selfishness, so much, so much crime. I know that this uh, pandemic has changed the way we are accustomed to living. And I know it's difficult to know from day to day what our outlook is going to be. That I had to step back and tell myself that we as a society are heading in the wrong direction. Now... Hold on. There there have been some good things that have happened during this crisis. And it has been refreshing to me to see all the different ethnicities coming together to rally for change and equality. And this is where the Lord showed me tonight's episode and the message that he wants for me to get out to you. Okay? And that is hope never disappoints. Hope never disappoints. Hope never disappoints. And it's really true. When we live in hope, we live. When we live in hope, we live. And when we lose hope, we suffer. And when we discover where hope comes from, and when we embrace the hope that lies in each and every one of us, we will never be disappointed. Okay, listen, I got to stop right there. So we'll be right back with the episode entitled Hope Never 
disappoints. Hi, I'm Christopher, and I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministries podcast. And today I'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. You can donate either using Cash App or PayPal or Venmo. Our Cash App is dollar sign Full of Life SD, and you can donate with PayPal and Venmo by scanning the QR code that you can see on the Instagram account at Phil Gale Howard. The money will be used to help those who are less fortunate, like those negatively impacted by COVID. We would like to thank anyone who has donated. So far, your contributions have helped those negatively impacted by the tragedy that happened in Lebanon. Anyways, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's get into why we need hope. Why do we really need hope? You say, Pastor Farrell, why do we really need hope? Well, I, I got an answer for you. The answer is, people of God, that if our future is not secured and satisfied by God, then we are going to be extremely anxious. We talked about that uh, last week, to be anxious for nothing. But that's what happens when we, when we lose hope or we don't understand that we have to have hope. We would be extremely anxious and this will result either in paralyzing fear or in self-managed, greedy control. A lot of times people like to be controlling about their situation or circumstance. We will end up thinking about ourselves, our future, our problems, our potential, and that keeps us from loving. In other words, hope is the birthplace of Christian self-sacrifice and love. That's because we just let God take care of us. And we are not preoccupied with having to work to take care of ourselves. We say, Lord, I just want you to be there for other people because you're going to be there for me. You see the attitude? You see the, the turning of self-sacrifice and love and that that hope is not about hope for ourselves but for other people lord i just want to be there for other people because you're going to be there for me and that's where hope is if we don't have the hope that christ is with us then we will be engaged in self-preservation and self-enhancement. But if we let ourselves be taken care of by God for not only for our future, but for even our present situation, whether five minutes or five centuries from now, then we can be free to love others. Then God's glory will shine more clearly because that's how he becomes so visible to our lives. Now, I want you to understand this, people of God. Hope is an action word. Hope is an action word. And when it's in motion, changes your outlook on life. It changes your outlook on life. Now, there's a scripture in 1 Peter. The first chapter in the 13th verse. And it states, therefore... Preparing your minds for action 
and being sober-minded. Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. I'm going to read that verse one more time. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Preparing your minds for action. That's what that first part of that scripture talks about. Preparing your minds for action. This means that you have to move by faith of the things that you're having hope for. You see people of God, inactivity of hope creates doubt and cynicism. And this is where the enemy can wreak havoc in your thoughts and actions concerning your life and the life of others. You have to prepare in faith, knowing God will do what he said he would do for you. That's what this is so important to understand, people of God. Your preparation is everything. Your preparation for life is everything. In order for hope to be in motion, you have to prepare. Somebody say prepare. You have to prepare for your hope to be in motion, your faith to be in motion. Because sometimes you get tired, you get sick and tired of yourself, and sometimes that type of way of living creates havoc. It, it, it creates problems. It creates issues in your life. And that's where the enemy attacks you because if he could have you lose hope, you can lose your faith. And the Bible says it's impossible to please God without faith. So you have to have faith in God to know that whatever he says he's going to do for you, it's a promise from God. Yes, it is. It's a promise from God. Then the scripture goes on to say being sober minded, being sober minded. I know many people who are listening to me understand about being sober and not being sober. If we look back over our lives, maybe there's somebody here on the in the podcast land understand what soberness is. And there are some individuals who are not even sober right now listening to this episode. But the Bible talks clearly about being sober minded, free from intoxicating influences. What's influencing you to lose uh, influencing you to lose hope in God? What are the things that's causing intoxication for your life that's influencing you how you see life how your hope is being strained on you see you see people of God we speak of a person who is not drunk with alcohol or high on drugs as being sober this person is under the control of a dangerous outside force more broadly and more importantly, being sober-minded means that we do not allow ourselves to be captivated by any type of influence. And I'm going to say that one more time, to be captivated 
by any type of influence that would lead us away from sound judgment. That's where the problem is, is that our judgment is not sound is because we have to understand what sober minded means. When we allow hope to diminish in our lives, dangerous moments begin to happen in our everyday walk. You see, people have got the sober-minded individual is not intoxicated. Figuratively speaking, figuratively speaking, that's hard for me to say. And it is therefore calm under pressure, self-controlled in all areas, and they're actually rational. Yeah. Last but not least, it says in God's word, it says, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's interesting that uh, in this text, it says to set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Because, listen, the reality is, people of God, there are moments when we still try to partially hope for something and partially hope that Jesus will indeed help and assist us when things are under extreme pressure. We can't be double-minded. We can't be in one place at one time and one place at another time. We can't believe God partially and we can't believe God or not believe God, we're going to believe in ourselves, that's a person who's double-minded. We can't experience the fullness of hope when we are operating still under our own way. We, as a society, as a people, as believers, we have to set our hope fully on Jesus. Fully. That means to the highest degree, the highest capacity. There is no... um. You can't marginalize hope. It has to be all in or all out. We have to set our hope fully on Jesus. This is when God will reveal to you the many answers to your questions and concerns. Now, I want to go to a scripture. We just covered First Peter, but now I want to go to a scripture that really points to what we're dealing with in today's society. It's Proverbs 13 and 12. Proverbs 13 and 12. It's really a great scripture that deals with our current condition in the world that we live in. And it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. I want to say that scripture one more time. It says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. No one, and I even Pastor Phil, no one likes waiting. <laughs> None of us like to wait. You see, because I, I laugh about it is because I'm reminded of my youngest son. Uh, you know, he hates to wait for something that he ordered on Amazon. And many of you guys understand uh, Amazon. Amazon, uh, most of the time, they have next day delivery. And, and knowing this, he would check his phone every hour 
waiting for his package to arrive at our home. And, and, and I get it because I've been there too, where I wanted something so bad and I was hoping it was going to get here at a certain time. It, it feels good to get what we want, but when our expectations are delayed for a long time, whoo, we hate that word delay. We hate when we see it on our phones where it says the shipping will be delayed. When we're waiting for that check in the mail, we hate when we see that it's going to be a delay. When there's a situation of maybe purchasing a car or to buy some clothes or just to be able to pay your bills, we hate that word delay. We can experience a lot of disappointment, a lot of frustration, and ultimately a loss of hope. In some cases, prolonged waiting for what we eagerly desire can become such an affliction to us that it differs little from a lingering sickness. This scenario is the exact meaning uh, that Solomon talked about. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. And this term deferred in, in this passage of scripture means to put off or to drag out as in a long time, <laughs> drawn out process. Hope deferred can look like many things. A, pray, a prayer of salvation for a loved one that continues unanswered year after year. An agonizing job search filled with endless interviews and rejections. A long-term battle with cancer or a heartbreaking string of miscarriages. Think about it. Sometimes we get tired of some of our family members that we're just hoping and praying that they would just stop acting the way that they act, that they will grow up, finally grow up and stop causing so much pain and conflict within our family. You see, people of God, when our hope is deferred, it can derail us and can change our character. And our character is the evidence of your real value to this world. And as we and, and as we eagerly hope for something important, and it keeps us postponed, the longing we feel can make our hearts sick. And I understand. Because, see, the word heart in this passage embodies not only the mental or emotional core, but the whole inward person, our whole being, our very soul, our very being of ourselves. If something makes the heart sick, it causes despair and affliction. The good, good news translation from this scripture renders the verse like this. It says, when hope is crushed, the heart is crushed. Hope defers can lead to depression, anxiety, and actual physical sickness. When we wait for a good thing for so long that the desire and expectation turn to hopelessness, we can become spiritually dried up and even vulnerable to the enemy's attacks. Now, the second part of Proverbs 13 and 12 gives us the antithesis of hope deferred. But a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. A longing fulfilled is a tree of life. The tree of life represents the renewal of life. 
when our hopes and desires are fulfilled, we are refreshed. When our prayers are answered, we are encouraged. When we obtain the good thing that we desire, we undergo a reviving to the soul. It wakens, it wakens us up. And Solomon reiterates this statement or this sentiment in Proverbs 13 and 19, a longing fulfilled is sweet to the soul. Dashed hopes sicken the heart, and the higher the expectations, the greater the frustration. While getting what we desire can be an excellent thing, we must not allow the pursuit of fulfillment to become a temptation to sin. A temptation to sin. Waiting is an opportunity. Now, I want you guys to listen to this. When you wait, is an opportunity to trust God and to allow him to work in our hearts and strengthen our character. But if we look forward to something we don't have, we must wait patiently. Not only patiently, but we have to wait confidently. When hope deferred makes your heart sick, look to Jesus. And so, Lord, where do I put my hope? Is, is There's a scripture in the, in the Bible that talks about where do I put my hope? My hope, my only hope is in you, Psalms 39 and 7. When we place our hope in Jesus, we will never be disappointed for he is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls, Hebrews 6 and 19. Last but not least, people of God, you have to walk in God's peace. You have to walk in God's peace. Romans, the fifth chapter, verses one through five, it says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into his grace in which we stand. And we, as a society, as a people, as a nation, we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice, here's the key, in our sufferings. Knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces, somebody say, hope. And hope does not Put us to shame, hallelujah, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. There are three words that I want you guys to, to pick out in this Romans, the fifth chapter, verses one through five. Endurance produces character and character produces hope. Endurance produces character and character produces hope. Endurance is the fact or power of enduring or bearing pain, hardships. Endurance uh, gives us the ability or strength to continue or last, especially despite fatigue or stress or other adverse conditions. Endurance talks about stamina. And because of what you're going through or have been through, your hardships produce now character. 
What you've been through produces character. A person of character produces trustworthiness. A person of character produces respect, responsibility, fairness, caring, and, and citizenship. They belong in our world. People who are of character belong in our world. These individuals can shape our world. These individuals can create change for our world. And this is why you had to go through what you went through. Your character matters to God and your character is what draws people to you. It's not about you, but it's about the God that's inside of you working and showing the world that he is in our world. God is with us. Nothing catches him by surprise. He is with us in our world because guess what? He never left. Hallelujah. Without people of character, all hope would be lost. And the character produces hope. And this hope will never disappoint. There it is. This hope will never disappoint us because God has poured out his love to fill our hearts. You are not empty. God wants me to let you know that you are not empty. There's somebody that's listening to this episode and the Lord wants me to let you know that you are not empty. You are not a nobody, that you have value. And when the enemy comes in saying that you don't have no value, it's not true. Now, listen, we have listeners from the age of two to the age of 16, and the Lord wants me to let you know that you are special. You are a blessing. You have worth because his love continues to pour into you. And he will never stop pouring his love on you because he is God. All over this world, the, 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 the Lord wants me to let you know this day for tonight's episode that you are not empty. His love is all you need. His love is all you need. Hope will never disappoint you. No matter how hopeless it looks, it doesn't matter how it appears to your eyes or thoughts. Hope never disappoints because God is with us. And as and if we as a society, as a nation, as a people keep our hope alive that God will heal our world, we will one day, someday soon, we will celebrate the healing of our world. We will because our hope will still be alive because we put our hope in God and God through our hope will bring healing to our world let us pray Father God we just thank you for this day we thank you for this opportunity to come before you and we thank you for the words that you have shared with your people tonight Lord God I just pray that those who have lost hope who feel like they're in a hopeless situation that you will show them that you are with them and that you're with us and that you're with me oh god and even though god sometimes we see things that are hopeless some situations that seems hopeless 
you remind us in, in your word that you continue to pour your love on us for us to see that you will work everything out for our good as long as we keep our hope alive in you. So I pray for every listener from the ages of 2 to 16 to the ages of 90 and over, whoever is listening to me under the sound of my voice, oh God, that they will embrace their hopes, not in themselves, but in you that you're going to work all this out for our understanding, for our good, and that you will make our world better, that our families will be better because of our hope, because our children will be better because of our hope, because our world will be better because we have hope in you, that you will change the outlook, the, the climate of our current condition in our world. We give you praise in advance, oh God, because you are God and you are God alone and that you're going to work it out for our good. And we thank you for this opportunity to come before you boldly because you know where we lack hope. But we, we, we're putting our hope back into you because the only way things can be fixed, we have to hope patiently and we have to anticipate and expect that you're going to do great things for our family and for ourselves. We give you praise in advance for what you're going to do. We ask all these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, people of God, that is it for tonight. I hope that you receive a powerful message from God and that you will walk away with a different outlook on life because guess what? Hope never disappoints. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. If you're enjoying the podcast, please continue to share the podcast. You guys are making a big difference. We're just every week, we're going to the different parts of the world and it's because of you. So continue to share the podcast. If you like what you're listening to, please share. If there's anything that we can do to help you with your spiritual walk, your Christian walk, please email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. That's fulloflifesd.com sd at gmail.com and please let us know that you're out there that you're praying for us and that if there's anything that we can do to help you along your christian journey we are available to you once again this is pastor phil with full of life ministries let's continue to do this in jesus name god bless (laughs) 